Alaska is an incredible place, one that seems to define everything amazing about the natural world in one sweeping view of its breathtaking landscape. It is simultaneously beautiful and treacherous, an example of fresh perfection and harsh reality. This is most evident on the flight in, especially as the passenger of a small prop plane like the one that I currently inhabit. From way up here the view is spectacular, nothing but evergreen covered peaks as far as the eye can see. If this were any other time of year, the pines would be covered in snow, but thankfully this particular trip is scheduled in the middle of summer when the weather is somewhat bearable this far north. Of course, as someone who has visited this particular region many times before, I know the other side of the coin that this landscape holds. This is the wild, where humans are only guests in the house of Mother Earth. Eventually, I see the Swalish Cove come into view, a small bay where this weekend's journey begins. Our plane drifts lower and lower until finally it lands smoothly in the water and then slowly pulls into a nearby dock, where two men in large wool coats are waiting for me. Gary Barnes, the older of the two says, reaching out his hand and helping me onto the dock. Welcome to Grayscale Mineral Facility 27. I smile warmly at the men as I find my balance in the dock between them. Hello, thank you. This is my operations manager, Mr. Felton, the large man says, motioning to his left. And you must be Mr. Moyers, I interrupt. The man nods accordingly. How was the flight in? Good, I tell him. About the same as it always is, although I'm glad the weather was in our favor this time around. Mr. Moyers chuckles to himself. Oh yes, I forgot that you were a seasoned survivalist. What is this, your 50th trip up here to the Great White North? Just about, I respond. Then it doesn't get any less beautiful. The two men fall silent for a moment, attention suddenly blooming between us with unexpected weight. There's actually something that you should be informed about, says Mr. Moyers. When were you planning on heading up to the caves and beginning your survey? I shrug. As soon as possible. I know that your boss wants to get the go-ahead for drilling, and I want to get back home, so I don't see why I can't be up there and back before nightfall. The men exchange worried glances. Could we have a word first? Mr. Moyers asks. Sure, let's hear it, I tell him. All business. Maybe come up to the mining station first. There's something you should see for yourself, he says. The walk to their main station is not far from the dock, and the men won't say much anyway. So when I finally arrive at the large, nondescript gray building, I'm still in the dark about what exactly is going on. Mr. Felden opens the door and waves us inside. I notice a strange urgency as we pass the man, his eyes darting about in the thick surrounding forest as if looking for something hidden within the brush. Mr. Felden closes the door behind us and locks it. I now find myself in a small office with a desk, a coffee maker, and a computer that's about a decade overdue. I sit down as Mr. Morris walks over to the desk and opens it slowly, carefully pulling out a large white cast of some kind. He walks it over and holds it up in front of me, the entire plaster cast spanning the width of his chest. Do you know what this is? Mr. Moyers asks. I lean in and observe the plaster closely, trying to make something of its curves and dips. Based on the size, it would appear to be made from the footprint of a bear, although the shape isn't quite consistent with that theory. Yes, there are indents where the animal's massive claws would go, and the print is enormous, but the shape of the cast looks almost human in nature. A uh, bear, I offer. I'm a geologist, not a biologist, but that's my best guess. Mr. Moyers shakes his head. It's not a bear. I look between him and Mr. Felton to see which one of them will provide me with a little more information, but nothing comes. I was under the impression that I was going to do a mineral survey of these new caves that you found, I tell them, not identifying mysterious footprints. 